I'm Kyle Bushlin, and you're listening to NIS Voices, where we bring you inspiring stories about learning, community, news, and more from Nanjing International School. I'm here with returning special guest, Cassin Bratton, our Director of Learning. Welcome back. Thanks, Kyle. It's a very exciting time for our school. The hub's under construction, we're nearing the end of our 30th anniversary year of celebration, and we're up for reaccreditation, which is what we're talking about today. We've been accredited by these organizations for decades, and this one comes as we passed our 30-year mark as a school. That's a big milestone. Sure is. When we think about accreditation, one way to think of it is, what makes a good school? Any school can tout itself and, you know, sort of manipulate image or data. What accreditation does is it gives us a third-party perspective against rigorous international standards that are applied to schools all over the world to help us as an organization, A, improve as a school, but also it gives our parents and our community a greater level of confidence, not only in our academic program, but also in every facet of our school, from governance and leadership to finance, you know, through the homeschool partnership, um, our, our campus facilities, safety, child protection, These elements are critical. So when we're thinking about, are we living up to our mission? Are we uh, making decisions that are aligned with our guiding statements? Accreditation gives us a very concrete and internationally recognized way to do that. Why is it important to be accredited by all three of these bodies, WASC, IB, and CIS? Mm, That's a great question. You know, I think not only uh, in China and, and in the region in Asia, but kind of worldwide, the combination of a U.S.-based accreditation organization like WASC with the Council of International Schools is extremely powerful. And the fact that those organizations work together in such a way that it enables a school to go through what we call a self-study around these specific standards and domains in a way that fits the need of making sure that a U.S.-based accreditation organization's standards are met or exceeded, and also that in the context of international schools, that those kind of rigorous standards are also met and exceeded. So it's not just picking and choosing one particular organization that maybe you feel is best aligned or a path of least resistance. This is actually the opposite of that. This is a way for us to really challenge ourselves with both U.S.-based and international norms. Then you bring in the IB, which um, technically is authorization in in IB parlance. The IB is an organization that is constantly evolving and improving these processes and also provides a level of rigor that involves our policies, our procedures, our guidelines around learning, our professional development, our staffing, that is a totally different perspective from, say, you know, a, a more holistic approach of CIS or a more kind of narrow set of rigorous criteria that a U.S.-based organization might come up with. So when you combine that level of detail with a holistic approach with a U.S.-based accreditation, what you end up with is what I would refer to as the gold standard in accreditation. So our visit is taking place um, between October 7th and 13th, which is right after our October national holiday break, right after Golden Week. We'll have 13 visitors. Uh, About half the team is coming to look through an IB lens, and the other half is coming from a joint CIS-WASC team. They will stay here in Shenlin for the week, 
and be based primarily at school. So they'll, they will visit every classroom, every teacher. Uh, they will meet with pretty much every staff member on campus at some point during that time. They'll do a lot of uh, walks around campus. They will do follow-up meetings. They'll do a parent session. It's a very hands-on visit. And by the end of the visit, they should have a pretty clear picture of where we are as a school and where we're going to kind of give us direction uh, in terms of where we may go. The visiting team will spend quite a bit of time with our students. So they'll meet with students, uh, a range of students from across the school, and they'll also meet with a range of parents. So this isn't just a, a, um, a faculty or a staff visit. This is a community visit. Um, so I hope if people see our visitors around, they'll have badges that indicate their visitors. Please just have a chat. You know, feel free to say hi and, uh, and just welcome them to campus. These are teachers and educators and school leaders from around the world. Uh, some are very familiar with Nanjing in China, and for some it'll be their first time here. It's an opportunity for us to welcome a really motivated group uh, of individuals that are here voluntarily to help us learn and grow as a school. Why is this reaccreditation so significant? Well, we're just finishing up our 30th year, which is great timing. And in a way, you could think of NIS as a 30-year-old. <laughs> so um, we're, we're becoming more mature, and it's a great opportunity for us to also be very reflective. Coming through COVID, we've weathered that storm, I think, very well, especially for our students and the continuity of learning that we were able to provide. But we weren't doing a lot of reflecting at that time. We were really... Um, spending all of our energy and resources on the student experience in the school and maybe not as much time as we would have liked to really reflecting on our practice and our procedures and policies. It's perfect timing for something like this to help us slow down and spend some time looking at what we do with a critical eye to make sure that we're always improving because the entire point of accreditation and the self-study that, that we go through is improvement. It's not just about meeting standards, it's about figuring out ways that we can improve as an organization and as a school. So the timing couldn't be better. And I guess the other piece for us is that we've moved to WASC, to the Western Association of Schools and Colleges from NEASC. And we had you know, a long-term and very positive relationship with NEASC as a school, but we saw an opportunity to move to Western Association, which we feel is better aligned to the international schools in our region, particularly most international schools to the standard of NIS in China and in the region are WASC accredited. And that's something that's really important to us too, to make sure that we're always evaluating the, the accreditation to make sure um, that it's the most rigorous process we could go through and also the most beneficial to the school. None of these processes is a hoop jumping exercise, but we also wanna make sure that it is the most productive process as well. And we felt like moving over to WASC was gonna achieve that. And so far it has. So actually we've already received our first WASC accreditation when we made that move about 18 months ago. And now we get to go through a more rigorous process where they're here on campus. So I just think we're in a great position. You know, with the hub project underway, having this visit at this time, coming through COVID, everything, the confluence of all those factors is really important. And then what we get from this process is an action plan that we can use for the next five years, because these processes are typically on five-year cycles, that we're able to use as kind of a guide um, for our community and for the learning in the school. And I should mention that there'll be a new director of learning. Sandra Chow is coming in next year, and we're so excited to have her here. And this will also be a good way to give her a roadmap into our process. And, and she's seen herself study, and we've had great conversations already. So I know that she'll pick this up and run with it as soon as she lands here in Nanjing. 